gracious God. But not only are you gracious, Father, but you're Lord, you're King. You are the only wise God. Therefore, we bow ourselves before you, Lord God, in humble submission to the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, look down on these, thy people. Lord God, look down on these, the sheep of thy pasture. Oh, God, you know every need, every situation, and every circumstance. Move in our midst this morning, oh God. Rest upon each and every soul in this building this morning. Oh God, walk up and down every aisle. Come down every pew. Meet the needs of these thy people. Lord God, heal every sickness among us today. Rest upon Deacon Brown today. Touch right now, Lord God, with thy finger of mercy from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. All those looking this way for prayer, Lord God, in the house and in their home, oh God. Those that are convalescent, oh God. Those in nursing homes, oh God. We pray today for the anointing, oh God, to leave even this edifice. Walk up and down the streets of Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Heal, Lord God, in a mighty way. Show your mighty hand in this earth, even as it is in heaven. But while you're blessing, oh God, rest upon the man of God as he brings forth the word. Send fresh manna from on high. Lord God, your people are hungry. Your people have great need of thee. Lord God, so send a word, Lord God, that would shatter every yoke, that would break every chain. Lord God, deliver every feeble mind. Lord God, resurrect, Lord God, every dead spirit. Look upon the choir today. Lord God, as they sing the songs of Zion, let them sing with anointing. Let them sing, Lord God, as the oracle and the angels of God. Bless us in this place and make of us a blessing. Keep us, dear God, that we would ever be kept. Oh, God, send the anointing that cries out. Men and brethren, what must I do to be saved? Do it, oh God, and we'll give you praise. Do it, Lord God, and we'll give you glory. Now, people of God, lift up your voice and give God a praise and anticipation for what you expected him to do this morning. If you expect God to do something for you this morning, praise him in advance. Magnify the God of our salvation. For he is the awesome God. I said he's the mighty God. He can and will do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think. I said bless him in this house. In Jesus' name.
some glory. Somebody ought to lift your voice and give God some glory. Somebody ought to open your mouth and give God some glory. For that break in the morning. For that break in the morning. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise him. Come on, church. Praise him. If you know about that big up morning, you ought to know. Hallelujah. You ought to give God the praise. Because he alone is worthy. He's the only one that can do it. As we stand to our feet, as I'm going to read from you, read for you from the scriptures. And I believe this one is in order with the song that was just sung. I'll read from 1 Thessalonians 4th chapter. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And I like how Paul wrote this chapter to the church. But I'm going to start from the first verse. Amen. And read down. Furthermore, then, we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus that as ye have received of us how ye ought to walk and to please God, so ye would abound more and more. For ye know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also have forewarned you and testified. For God hath not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness, he therefore that despises, despises not man, but God, who have also given unto us his Holy Spirit. But as touching brotherly love, ye need not that I write unto you, for ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. And indeed ye do it toward all the brethren which are all Macedonia, but we beseech you, brethren, that ye increase more and more, and that ye study to be quiet and to do your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we commanded you, that ye walk, that ye may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that ye may have lack of nothing. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of As God. I'm going to read and the you, dead in Christ shall rise first. The then we which are alive and remain 
shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing of his eternal word, sanctified in our hearts. In Jesus' name. Let's do it. 
understand that Jesus did not operate within the parameters that were dictated by culture. Jesus fought against culture. All this nonsense. She can't come in because she's sick in her body. She, she's got an issue of blood. And, and the law said she's unclean. But where else could she come to? If she's dirty, she's got to come somewhere. She can be cleaned. And so he would look for the crippled and the, and the diseased widow. And uh, anyone in society that, that was deemed unworthy, he disreputable, morally wrong in their lifestyle choices, he, he would say, come unto me. If you want a life change, come unto me. Stay away from folks that don't want to see you delivered. Stay away from folks that don't want to see a life change in you. I've come to redeem. I've come to wash away your sins. Stay away from those folks that are so religious. They, they can't show you how to get to the altar. And so he would come to the lonely, those that were in pain. And hallelujah. He would show them the door to repentance. If, if you can confess your, your sins, if, you, if you're willing to let me clean up your life. I can turn your life around. He, he even had the audacity to surround himself with the, with the ragtag group of sinners. They were part of his inner circle. The unlearned men, nasty men, men that hallelujah would be considered outcasts. He's, he's walking down the street with them, training them in kingdom talk, telling them to lay hands on the sick and, uh, and they shall recover. What kind of what kind of church is this where you take people who were filthy and nasty and uh, people that nobody spoke to? What, what kind of church is that? Look at somebody and say, what kind of church is that? What, uh, what kind of king? is this where he takes the weak and makes them strong and uh, he takes the sick and uh, he'll straighten them up. People who were deranged and he would turn their minds and uh, he would reach to those who, who were considered beyond reach and, uh, and he taught and led as a, as a living example of the will of God. Uh, I want to save you and uh, that's his will. Look at somebody and tell him I'm saved because that's his will. I'm delivered because that's his will. He didn't want me to be lost. It was his will to deliver me. And they were upset because Jesus, he left the synagogue and started hanging around sinners. And understand when you read the Gospels, you'll find some things out about Jesus. And I'm about to say something that's going to mess with some of your theology. <laughs> there were some people Jesus did not care for. He loved everybody. But he always would have run-ins with people who were too religious to see him as God. He didn't like everybody. He, hallelujah. But while he was here on earth, 
he definitely had the kind of people that he would prove to himself. Hallelujah. Shake somebody's hand and say there was a certain kind of people that Jesus hung out with. And the first kind of people he would hang around was those that needed him. Some people needed Jesus more than others. And I can tell by how some of y'all praise him in here that some of us need him more than others. Some of you praise him like he didn't do nothing for you. Sit there with your lips poked out and watching us praise God. You, you act like you didn't need him. But there were some of us who were not ashamed to say, Lord, I need you. And he was right there. That's why you hear the crazy praise. That's why you hear so much noise because the ones that needed him the most don't mind screaming out of their mouth. Touch somebody, tell them I really needed him. And, uh, and every time I needed him, he, he was there. But my God shall supply all of my needs. And every, every chance I get, I holler. Every chance I'll get, I'll scream. You, you might catch me at work. If, uh, if you mess with me, I'll scream at the typewriter. Hallelujah, I can be in my car and uh, if I think about what he's done, uh, I'll scream at the red light. Uh, he's been good. I needed him. Uh, and he came to see about me. And uh, as a matter of fact, I need him now. Uh, I need thee every hour. Uh, precious Lord, uh, shake your neighbor's hand and say, I need him every hour. Uh, every minute of the day, I need him right now. Uh, that's why I'm hollering in here. Excuse me. I don't mean to upset you, but I need him. And when I need to get his attention, I'll make all the noise I can make. Scream it out of your mouth. Lord, I need you. I need you in my home. I need you in my house. I need you. Don't come in here and act cute. You better open your mouth. The Lord. This poor man cried and he heard me. This poor man cried and he heard. High five three people. High five people and say, I need him. I need him. I need him. I'm not going to treat him like I don't need him. I need him. There was another kind of people that Jesus liked to hang around with. Those who wanted what he can offer. So, honey, you can't just need him. You got to want him. I want everything he has for me. Whether it's healing, give it to me. Whether it's wisdom, give it to me. Whether 
perfect salvation. Give it to me. Hallelujah. Blessed are those who, who hunger and thirst for his righteousness. They shall be filled. Hallelujah. Shake somebody's hand and say, I don't just need him. I want everything that he has for me. Hallelujah. He also hung around people that wanted to learn from him. Thank you, Father. They wouldn't just respond to the call, but they wanted more about him. I want to know how he talks. I want to know how he thinks. Hallelujah. I want to know more about him. That's why Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor. And I feel my help now. And are heavy laden. And I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Shake somebody's hand and tell them I'm learning more and more about him. He said, because I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest for your souls. My, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And then he hung around those who wanted not just to get a blessing from him, but he hung around people that wanted to bless him. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, I didn't just come here to get a blessing, but I, I came here to bless him. You remember the woman with the alabaster box? She came in the room and she broke that box of precious oil. And it changed the atmosphere. Some of you won't get what you need from God until you bless him. Until you praise him. Until you worship him. And when the praises go up, the blessings will come down. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Go touch the people and tell them I came to bless him this morning. I came to bless him. He, he's been so good to me. I came to magnify him. He's made so many ways for me. Thank you, Lord. And, and the fifth kind of person that, I, that Jesus loved to hang around were those who at least tried to understand his ways. This is why when you read the gospel, it it talks about people that uh, he would spend more time with, like uh, like Mary and Martha and, uh, and even Lazarus. Even, even John said Jesus loved Martha and the sister and Lazarus. And, uh, and they provided a place for him where he could lay down and, uh, and relax. And, uh, hallelujah, get closer to Jesus. Uh, and he'll lay down in your life. Uh, Hallelujah. Try to know his ways and, uh, and he'll rest right in your 
living room. Uh, hallelujah. Look at somebody. I said, neighbor, uh, I found out uh, how to get Jesus uh, to rest right in my living room. Uh, if I can pull him closer to me uh, and understand his ways, he'll, he'll feel comfortable in my space. Uh, hallelujah. He, he didn't leave the future of people in the hands of men, but uh, it was a personal work. Uh, that's why I feel like praising him. Uh, hallelujah today because uh, he's been so good. Uh, he's made so many ways. Uh, and I know I shouldn't be here. Uh, touch your neighbor and say, don't come in here and act like you're supposed to be here. Uh, he could have picked somebody else. He could have saved somebody else. I see some of you acting like you came in here on your own strength. But the devil is a liar. I'm here because God is a good God. Jesus has been good to me. Tell somebody Jesus has been good to me. So Mark recorded him and said, let me show you a story. Jesus is by the seaside and there's a multitude that has surrounded themselves around Jesus. And he's teaching the word. He's, he's teaching kingdom stuff. And as he passes by, he sees Levi, the son of Alphaeus. Others called him Matthew, and uh, he is a tax collector. Hallelujah, and understand uh, he was an evil man. Hallelujah, it was customary for tax collectors uh, not only to collect taxes, uh, but he would skim from the top. He would take more than what he was supposed to take. Uh, he was evil in heart, and uh, Jesus passes by uh, and looks at him and says two words, follow me. <laughs> Hallelujah, he didn't judge the man. He didn't say you owe all these people money. He looked them in the face and said, follow me. And immediately he got up and follows Jesus. And then Mark said sometimes passes and uh, they're sitting in his house and uh, some time accumulates and uh, publicans and sinners uh, are sitting at the table uh, with Jesus and, uh, and with his disciples and uh, the house is full. They, they follow Jesus and uh, now they're sitting and drinking and eating and uh, the scribes and Pharisees, uh, they look in uh, and they see Jesus eating with publicans and uh, hallelujah and sinners and uh, they said uh, unto the disciples how is it that, uh, that this holy man that, uh, that claims to be God uh, 
that claims to be the son of God, the Messiah. How is it that he's sitting at the table with all of these sinners? How is it? And Jesus overhears the conversation and he blurts it out. People that have no need of a physician. Hallelujah. I didn't come for them. I didn't come for people that feel like they don't need me or want me. But I came for sick folk. Hallelujah. People that are messed up. I came for people whose lives have been turned upside down. I came for the broken. I came. Hallelujah. For the jacked up. Hallelujah. This is why I came. Hallelujah. I didn't come to deal with the self-righteous. I came to call sinners into repentance. Every time I read that, something tingles in my spirit. Because I was at the table. I'm a sinner. I was messed up. But he looked beyond my mess. Hallelujah. And he sat down next to me. Shake your neighbor's hand and say, neighbor, you want to know what kind of church this is? It's a church that's filled of sinners that have been saved by the grace of God. I was sinking deep in sin. Far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within. I was sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea, he heard me scream. He, he heard my cry. And from the waters, he, he lifted me. I wasn't too dirty where he didn't want to touch me. I wasn't too broken where he didn't want to take the time to put me back together. I, I wasn't so far down where he didn't want to pick me up. My arms are not too short that I can't save you. Touch your neighbor and tell him I'm glad he took the time to see about me. He didn't put my future in the hands of people. If it were left up to some of you, I wouldn't be here. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I know if you had an issue with me, perhaps I wouldn't be here. But I'm so glad it was up to him. He didn't leave me. He didn't leave me. He didn't leave me. I need you to see it. I need you to see him sitting at the table. I need you to see Jesus sitting at the table. Look at your neighbor and say, I need you to see it. He's sitting at the table with people like us. Sinners tormented in their mind, messed up in their lives. And some of you have the audacity to judge other people. But you forgot where he brought you from. He said, and such were some of you. But ye are washed. 
but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of our God. Touch your neighbors and neighbor. I'm so glad that he loved me enough to sit at my table first. He sat at my table so I could sit at his table. Say yeah. For he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that he might be made the righteousness of God in him. Put your arms around somebody and say, neighbor, I say one more time, I'm so glad that he loved me enough to come sit at my table. I didn't deserve it, but that's what grace is all about. He came to my house. He came to where I was, and he sat at my table, and he said, I came to a point unto you a kingdom as my father has appointed unto me that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Look at your neighbor and send neighbor. In case you forgot, in order for us to get here to where we are, wait a minute, I'll make it personal, because you might not see it. I'll just testify. In order for me to get to where I am now, he had to look beyond my faults for me to praise him the way I'm praising him now. He had to look beyond my faults for me to have the joy that I have right now. He had to look beyond my faults for me to have the dance that I have right now. He had to look. Come on, tell him, tell him. He had to look beyond my faults. I was filthy. But he sat down next to me. I was a mess. But he sat down next to me. I was deep in sin. But he sat down next to me. Look at somebody say, neighbor. I was a mess. But he came and got me. Come on in and testify. Look him in the eye. And tell him, I know you was a mess too. So you better praise him in here because you're not where you used to be. You're not what you used to be. You better act like he changed your life. Say, I don't care what you call me. I know my redeemer liveth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care how you feel about me. Yeah. 
about it. The more I want to praise him. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Don't touch three people in here. I just hear He looked beyond my faults. And he saved me. He looked beyond my faults. And he washed me. He looked beyond my faults. And he delivered me. He looked beyond my faults. And he opened the door for me. He looked beyond my faults. And he laid his hand on me. He looked beyond my faults. And he raised me. He looked beyond my faults, and he saw my needs, amazing grace. Hey. I, I, I feel it in my spirit. Go touch somebody and say grace, grace. I should be dead. In my sins, but he called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. He took away my filth and he washed me in his blood. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. 